0: Everybody, to episode one forty-five of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. Uh, we are fifty percent lighter on participants this week um, because Spangler is not with us, and uh, we don't have a guest. But I think we're going to hold it down, okay? Right, Buzzy? Uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I felt honored uh, to be the the finale, the grand finale, if you will, to Stockton week. That was yes. big fun
0: last <laughs> week. It, it was. It was. Um, as, it's a, as it's a, always fun to have him on when he's in the States.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's so, so uh, much easier for both parties to find a time that makes sense. because and Be drinking so here, at a normal hour. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> here's the secret. Even if the time that we're interviewing someone actually is fairly normal for us, I do feel a little badly. Uh, about it, uh, so I just can't enjoy it as much as as it is when everything lines up really nice. So, I agree. Yeah, it was big fun.
0: Real big fun. Um, so, why don't we go ahead and start like we, uh, we usually do, Buzzy, Glass, Wrist, what you got?
1: All right. Well, we'll see how verbose I am this episode, because even though I finally ordered the little bamboo skewers for my incredible cherries that uh, that I got from uh, Stockton. I'm not having a cocktail tonight. Uh, I I was listening uh, to a rap today, and and the refrain was something like, Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes you got to drink decaf tea. Or something like that.
0: Something like
1: that. Yeah, so I decided. So I decided to go with Biggie's favorite tea brand, Biggie Low. Biggie Low uh, Decaf Earl Grey, yeah.
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: yeah, I went there. All right. You did. Uh, on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> on wrist, I've got my uh, Back to My Black Bay, uh, 58 it's it is still on the Forstner Jube, and I am definitely at my at the point in my my grand cycle of, of how that watch stays on my wrist, where I want to either NATO for like uh, I don't know three four days before it goes right back to the uh, to the stock oyster. And I am missing. A uh, a boingy boy, uh, well, an elastic NATO for that, that goes with that. I was disappointed in myself for not uh, picking up a black and red one.
0: That could work. The black and yellow would look good, too, with the gilt.
1: Oh, yeah, it would, wouldn't it?
0: It would, kind of like that uh, that chevron that you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, that does go pretty well. In general, I, I don't know. I, I love the idea. Uh, I mean, maybe I should try that uh, that Artem just plain black, for a little bit. Well,
0: I'm sure that would look good. I mean, it's just a black strap. It probably look just fine. It'd probably look really good. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah I, I like I like the idea of uh, you know when people get really into you know natos and leathers and stuff. Like, i very passionate about it, about someday being into actually using them for more than a couple of days. But I just cannot – I just can't uh,
0: not go with bracelets. I, I'm a
1: bracelet boy through and through.
0: It's It's funny. I largely agree with you on that. But the funny thing is there are certain combinations that I – I don't want to say that I necessarily prefer – them to the bracelet by any means, but I find that if I have the watch on that strap instead of on the bracelet, I tend to wear that watch more than when I have it on the bracelet, and it's just kind of in the normal rotation, you know what I mean? Like, interesting, it's it's it, it is interesting. Like, um, the,
1: which one are you thinking of?
0: Well, a couple, and let me let me okay. just go ahead and get to um just go ahead and get to my uh drink check and wrist check because it'll 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 tie in nicely i saw the earl gray i'm drinking something that is similar in in hue but uh otherwise different i have probably the best tasting uh 50 west main street amber ale that i will have i've got two more of them left and the next six pack that i end up with will probably not not taste nearly as good because um long story short this beer was free so it tastes just that oh. um hey look at funny, you. funny story um we have a kind of a wellness stipend uh where i work and i had to get it in by the end of the year so i was like okay you know I, I haven't bought a pair of like running or athletic shoes in a while and that was one of the things you could use the stipend on so i went to fleet feet right there by 50 west got fitted yep. for shoes got um you know I've, I've had some plantar fasciitis so i got some some inserts everything taken care of and they're like they're like oh do you want a beer and i was like well yeah i'll take i'll take one. She's like, well, just grab a six pack we can't technically charge you for them so like take so i got a six pack of main street amber ale with my uh, my shoe pickup so uh you
1: know there you go hot hot dog i like that yeah i yeah we we also have the fitness stipend and i really enjoy it um building a uh, small weightlifting gym in the basement uh, essentially uh, each year's stipend at a time although i was very bummed because I had a question into support uh, whether you know they they're cool with buying used equipment uh, off of an individual with as long as there's a, a receipt made out and that they don't think that those are real receipts so they they won't do that which is a pain because a, a friend of mine is getting rid of his. Bars and power cage and and, and everything and it would have mm-hmm. that would have been really yeah. nice um, to to do that so <sighs> t- tisk tisk you know, yeah I I love the fact that uh, you know I, I uh, do all sorts of things for very complex products for these guys and yet they set up rules that you know they won't just believe me. Over a whole yeah. measly, easily, you know, like 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a small amount of money, but when you compare that obviously uh, to the things that a, a typical engineer is privy to, it is, <laughs> you <laughs> know, piddly. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So there's that.
1: Yeah. Very, very bullish on those uh, fitness stipends. They're great. Mm-hmm.
0: They are. Um, the other thing, so risk check. I've got on uh, one that I don't think I've rich check on the show in a while. I've got the OG, the Tudor Blackface steel, and I've got it on a stretchy boy uh, from Cincy yeah. The Marine Nationale style, because uh, the apparently the French Navy is less litigious than the North uh, Atlantic Treaty Organization, um, <laughs> but and they're apparently <laughs> apparently they're only litigious for smaller brands because I I still see Omega using that on their website, so maybe maybe NATO would like to explain themselves on that, but. Uh, they're, they're they're busy with what's going on uh over in europe right now apparently so D- different natos obviously guys yeah but uh anyway um this is one of the combinations that like weirdly like i said i prefer the stock bracelet on this watch i love the clasp i love the oyster on this i prefer to wear this watch on the bracelet however when i swap it out for the stretchy boy i tend to grab it more it's the same thing like I actually uh, – the Seiko SPB149, I don't know. I, I don't want to say like I could give or take, but like I'll wear that watch on anything. The, the bracelet's fine, but it's not as good as the Tudor bracelet. Right. Um, that, that watch, I love on the stretchy boy. I love it on a NATO. Um, I actually really like my Speedmaster on a lot of different straps, but that's the watch where I, as soon as I take it off and put it on the strap, I was like, wow, this looks really good. I like this. And I'm like – uh, I want the bracelet back. I really want the bracelet back. Um,
1: See, that's that's interesting because I would have thought that the Zenith was was the uh, source of of this idea.
0: Oh, the Zenith, think... act, the Zenith, the Zenith does it too. But like, I wear that watch kind of on. The Zenith is more of a seasons watch, because only only this past summer did I get a Barton from our buddy uh, Chancellor that he was selling a 19-millimeter Bart- Barton silicone that I like. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, like, I actually prefer that on a lot of the leather straps I have for it. So, like, I have, you know, three or four different leathers that look great on that, which confines that being on a strap to, like, October through March. And then it's usually back on the bracelet. I don't really like it on – that's the one that I don't like on a stretchy boy because it, it's such a smaller watch and narrower lug that the um, the hook and the little um, – Thing that you hook the hook into like the slider just doesn't it's too much metal around the edge there too, so like it's comfortable yeah. like i don't like the way it looks um, too, too much visual bulk yep same thing with the with a nato on that so like it doesn't really work um speedy i end up wanting to go back to the bracelet and it's funny we were talking about this as much as i love the smp's bracelet i like i really like the i love the push button micro just i love the way it fits it's comfortable i love the way it looks on the watch i threw that sucker on um, the Bond NATO seatbelt that I've got from from Zach, and like mm-hmm. that's a watch. That is a watch. Where if I have it on a NATO, I'll wear it a ton more because I'll just change the strap out because it looks great on the Bond, the Stealth Bond, the the desert khaki. Like it looks great on so many different Natos. The only problem I have is I really like it on some of the two piece Natos, and then once you put a two piece NATO on, it's like it's not like you can swap it out daily. Like you're you could, but like it's more involved than just zip 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 zip. zip. <laughs> So, uh, and I, I like that watch on a Stretchy Boy quite a bit too. So, but again, with the Stretchy Boy, once you put it on, you, you really don't take it off because you have to actually like, it's like changing a regular strap, not like changing a NATO. Um, Correct. Yeah. Weirdly, weirdly, I tried another watch on a Stretchy Boy this week. Oh yeah? And I liked, I liked the way it looked, but I didn't like it. What, what was that? The Seiko 5 GMT. It looked great on that orange stretchy boy but where the where the um hook and uh like uh, slider hit on my wrist was rather uncomfortable like oh, it hit just on the bone and i'm sure that has to do with the lug to lug because like my other watches i don't have that issue just that one and i'm like okay that's fine because i really like the jubilee anyway i like the jubilee better anyway so like that one's gonna go back on the jubilee pretty quick but um i took that jubilee off and that is one hell of a good jubilee bracelet female end links like it's still a, it's still a stamped seiko class but like i looked at that and i was like oh is that one of my micro? i was like no that's the seiko that's the seiko bracelet it's phenomenal <laughs> nice so anyway that's our our conversation on bracelets and straps and it's weird it's like it's like the exception that proves the rule for me for a lot of things it's like i prefer bracelets but like certain scenarios i find myself grabbing the stretchy boys. The one that I, I, I know is going to work so well, which is why I haven't done it. I haven't put the PPX on my 20 millimeter green with red stripe stretchy boy. Cause I know it's going to look amazing and it's going to feel so comfortable because that watch is so light, but I know I'm going to want to put it back on that bracelet so quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be so good, but it's going to be like, Oh, but the bracelet's so good too. Uh, and that's the problem with the Speedy is that bracelet is just so good, um, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. First world problems we're having here.
1: Oh, without a doubt. With, yeah. Without so, a doubt.
0: Yeah. Um. So before we before we move on to fresh forum finds, uh, I was listening to Risk Cheese Radio and this this morning because I was about a day behind, and they they essentially did an episode on all of the new releases this year because. Uh, uh, as, as they said in the title, it came out guns a blazing. Uh, they didn't talk about these two because these these two didn't technically get released until today. So we'll just go ahead and pick up and fill in the small gap that uh, that they left us. And we're going to start with the uh, new Oris Big Crown Pointer date with the caliber four seventy three. I Am think I that is correctly? correct. correctly. It's the caliber four seventy three. So this is a new. Let me just search for Josh's email. Uh, yes it is caliber force okay yes 473 hand wind hand wind caliber same power reserve same warranty um i think they have a power reserve on the back too if i'm not mistaken from what i've seen from the renderings um really neat really neat blue dial uh smooth bezel just absolutely fantastic looking watch comes on a uh chevo volante uh deer leather strap just really good looking watch just a really good looking watch
1: i love a good deer leather that's for sure
0: yes well uh as soon as there is one available to be fondled uh you you best bet we're going to be fondling these
1: um yeah i um okay so real real talk here um from the front right it it's uh similar, obviously, to the automatic, um, wh- which I've always... Like, when those released, it has a a prettiness. Like, it's just... It's very appealing and um, kind of restrained. Like, kind of a, a, a sleeper uh, hit, right? With a nice yeah. plain bezel. <laughs> when you look at the case back... It's sweet, right? It because it, it, it's that uh, that wind goodness. It's the um, I'm not sure what what the uh, metal piece is that uh, holds the display back on. I'm sure there's a, a name for for that. Uh, so some some term of art I'm not using, but it, it's got the uh, rotated. Um, you know, little cuts on, on the edge, kind of that turbine motif that's on yeah. uh, so many of their aviation watches. It just, yeah, it looks, it looks like the business, as it were. Um.
0: You know, it's funny. The, uh, the red uh, arrow for the pointer date, like it's the same red arrow that they use on the navy blue, the, the first uh, caliber 400 they put in this, The, the essentially the dark blue version. But man, does it pop against that light blue. It really, that's, it's a good looking watch. Oh yeah. And there is, there is a power reserve on the back. Which is cool.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess uh, I was looking at the wrong uh, case back. Sorry guys. It's a plain case back. It's quite nice. And yeah, the power power reserve. I know that uh, there are certain people out there that feel very strongly that those things should be banished to the back of a watch, and uh, we do we do like that understated nature, especially considering right you've got pointer date, you've got you've got sub seconds, right. Yeah. There, there's no place to put that on the front and have it look good. So,
0: oh, this is interesting. The um, they've got a new clasp. This is something I definitely want to see. So it's it's got a um, it's a butterfly enclosure, but it hmm. doesn't necessarily look like like it's kind of got you know like the little flip lock on a diver just. It, the clasp only look from the exterior only looks like that it's on a leather strap um, and i I'm, I'm noticing that there are no holes on the leather so it says this oh, cool. has developed a new stainless steel butterfly floating folding clasp with a fine adjustment system it allows you to adjust the strap as your wrist expands and contracts which happens as environmental conditions change which yes it does I don't know that I want to be wearing a leather strap when those environmental conditions change, when i most likely to be doing that, but I another reason <laughs> to see this in person is to see the new class. So this is a little bit more expensive for Auris. Um, you know, we're looking at... Uh, where is it at? What was the price? 4,200 Swiss francs. I want to say it's 4,500 bucks. Um, again, they continue to put new movement technology out, really awesome dials. Like, there's definitely... This is definitely in their upper tier of watches, but this is a really, really solid piece, um, and I'm a big fan. And um, speaking of Oris, uh, we have to give our our buddy VJ a shout out because he just got promoted. Yes. He is no longer just CEO of North America; he is now CEO of the Americas, which now includes Latin and South America. So, uh, that's enjoy. right. Congratulations! Uh, really excited to see what you and the team continue to develop here um, as well. Uh, and you know, big fan. Thank you for all the support and. Uh, you know best wishes there man congratulations
1: absolutely well well deserved it's collected all the Americas that's that's quite a task <laughs> quite a feat
0: not, not everyone has been able to do this very few I would say <laughs> very few actually by, by yes.
1: definition you know
0: <laughs> no that's yeah It's a wonderful wonderful yes. uh, news I was glad to see it yeah yes exactly um so let's move on to one more release uh which At least one of them should be right up our buddy Bro's Alley. Um, Zenith dropped a bunch of stuff uh, today as part of LVMH Watch Week. Uh, We've got a new Zenith Skyline Skeleton, which looks pretty sick in a couple of different colors. We've got a Zenith Defy Extreme Glacier with kind of like a white silicon stone type of guards around the pushers, kind of that that high-end, high-beat chrono uh, watch going on. There's a new Skyline Boutique Edition with kind of like a pewter dial with rose gold accents, which is pretty cool. And then they came out with some 36 millimeter Defy Skylines, uh, some with diamond bezels, others not. They don't have the high beat movement in them, which means that the, the ticky Boy, uh, the little like really high beat uh, portion that, that uh, ticks every 10th of a second at nine o'clock. On the regular skylines um, which on the skeleton has been moved to six, which i think is an interesting move um, isn't there it's just a, a you know a, a twenty eight thousand eight hundred vph watch thirty six clearly trying to go for the uh the the, fa- the fairer sex uh the fair gender watch but the navy blue and the green are pretty cool and I feel like bro's already reaching out about the pink <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be very very well
1: suited um you know for the the real men wear pink yeah. giveaway
0: A little, little bit I, higher price point than what he normally gets uh, at at 8500 but uh what are the cause so, come on zenith
1: yeah we'll we'll, we'll see just just how um, charitable they're feeling yeah they yeah i i mean i'm a sucker for colors and more modestly sized stuff I don't think I'm plopping down eight grand for anything. <laughs> no, Realistically. Right. So I, I'm, I'm probably not the, uh, the, the target audience for this, but I, I aesthetically I really do enjoy them. I, I mean, I, I'm floored by yours on this. Um, Spence always liked it from the first, first time I uh, saw it in person. The the Defy Skyline Skeleton—that uh, is very cool. I mean, longtime listeners of the podcast would would know to mark me down as like Defy curious, um, having never <laughs> actually worn one. I I really uh, like the looks and idea of them, um, in in as going. To have those be my uh, fast forum finds a a couple of times, you know, when when those were found, you know, at at a more reasonable used price.
0: Uh, If I'm if I'm remembering, wasn't the Defy Twenty One Chrono one of your? Wasn't it in your two watch collection?
1: Yeah, I think it may have been. Yeah,
0: it might have been, and that was one of the ones where I was absolutely shocked.
1: Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes you think I'm gonna zig and I zag, right?
0: Yeah, and you did that time for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, those are those are pretty cool.
1: Yeah i i really I really like it. I like having the sub ten seconds or whatever the heck you want to call the uh,
0: the sub ten of the su- second su-
1: super fast, super polarizing. Yes, the sub polarizing second style, perhaps it should yeah. should be called. Uh, I like putting that at six because if you've got a skeleton dial, you have already enough things fighting for your attention. Uh, make second makes sense to balance it out more more visually
0: uh, at, at six. So I wonder if they could have done it without a second's hand. I'm sure they could have.
1: Uh, but what makes it – yeah, so I guess I when I think of the Defy Skyline, I I think of, you know, the, the modern one. Think of that super, super fast.
0: Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you have a skeleton version, you're going to see all of – like you're going to see that happening on the internals of the watch anyway. So like do you need a seconds hand? Do you need that, or do you need a tenth of a second's hand? It would have been interesting had they got, had they not done it on the skeleton version. You know what I mean?
1: Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, it because uh, when something's rotating that fast, there's no indic. You're not using that for anything. No. It be, be, it's it's purely an attribute of well, well, yeah. Watch is working. So yeah, that's a yeah. good point. I mean, you're already getting that attribute seeing the movement go. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah, cool stuff. I wish that it was easier to see these things. I wish they had more of a um more of a presence in,
0: in the 80s yeah well at least at least, at least in this area that would, that would right. be helpful. yeah
1: because realistically speaking i don't care about what other people's choices are like i mostly care about what watches i can go see <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly exactly um yeah so moving on from that should we dive into the uh, fresh form pines
1: yeah i just hey, real quick um sure. wanted to uh have a, a quick thank you uh to to one of our listeners to to alex um so long time listener uh at, at marking the time although he's uh, uh stepped away from social media for about the next ninety days good good on you by the way that's that's a wonderful thing um but yeah really uh thanks for for sending the the kind note and, uh, you know, really nice letter and patches. And there's kind of some cool uh, uh, background, too. Uh, he's got a uh, newly formed uh, charity, Anti-Watch Watch Club, uh, focused on supporting active duty uh, veterans, first responders, et cetera. So uh, th- those guys are, you know, they've got, got Instagram in there they're they're busy doing those things so it's definitely definitely worth worth checking out um but yeah it was really kind of you and thanks i'm i'm glad that uh <laughs> number one it, it is uh you know cool that, that you're from the area here um yeah even, even though you aren't now right you've since moved but yeah i'm i'm glad that uh, that you've been listening that we've been able to make something that 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 you enjoy and thanks thanks for the letter it was very very thoughtful
0: yeah i want to want to echo those sentiments thanks for for reminding me before we we jumped ahead too far buzzy the uh patches are really well executed um probably uh need to to have a couple more conversations with him about the anti-watch watch club it sounds like an interesting organization and uh interesting endeavor so i don't know maybe maybe there's a future episode episode there it's to talk right talk about that uh at some point but yes really appreciate it and yes he sent a letter which that that uh was awesome not many people send letters anymore so uh it's always that's always uh, it's a nice nice personal touch and i really appreciate correspondence. Touch. exactly exactly uh, it's always nice to get mail
1: that's right even not
0: the, <laughs> not the digital he- kind
1: <laughs> Even though, like let, let's let's face it, right? When you're a kid, you always wanted to get something oh, yeah. in the mail because it's presents or cool stuff like that.
0: yes, yes. When You're
1: an adult; it's uh, bills, obviously. It's Jump ads, out. which seem to never. Although I, I tell you what, Kroger, what whatever sort of like lizard person-approved AI crap they're running for to target their uh, their coupons and ads to you they've got an incredibly high hit rate i really appreciate them sending specific you know coupons for money off of you know the uh, organic milk or whatever the heck stuff my wife buys i, I really uh, <laughs> that's that's good of you i appreciate well, it guys
0: you should actually weirdly i would say thank your wife because that means she's entering her shopper card number uh oh yeah every time she shops so (laughs) as i say whatever ai they're using is probably just being like oh what do they normally buy this ah send them that
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's hilarious it is definitely one of the only junk mails that i always open because i mean goodness you know some some of the big bundles of coupons that they send out. i mean it could
0: be like worth like like eight or ten bucks by the time it's all said and done you know Oh, yeah. Well, and the ones that print out at the register when you're doing the checkout, whatever, like, whatever, like depending on how much you hit, like, it's uh, – I appreciate that they're not like, hey, you bought this. Go try to buy this other thing that we can't sell. It's like, no, you bought this. Go buy more of this. We'll give you a little bit off. It's like, I appreciate the effort there, Kroger. You're like, hey, yeah, exactly. we know you like this. Thanks. Have have some for a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a good job with that. Yes, um, they are. See, so it's not – I can tell you. The mail is no longer just the Ranger Rick magazine that I used to get as a kid and loved. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> had to work it in. Ranger Rick. Oh, Man, yeah. how else was I going to learn about animals as a kid?
1: You didn't have the internet, so no. you, you had to do it in magazine form.
0: And it is funny, though. That, um, I'm, I'm learning that I didn't know that these guys existed, but they did exist when I was a kid. But the Krat Brothers, Wild Kratts existed oh, yeah. when I was a kid Z- and Zabuma now they have Fu? an animated show. Yeah, well, there was also Wild Kratts and then there's that one and now there's kratz Creature. It was kratz Creatures then whatever you just said and Zabuma then Zebomofu. Yeah, Zebomofu and then uh, Wild Kratts is now the uh new animate semi-animated semi-real series that they do that my oldest absolutely loves. So, they've been around for a while, Chris and Martin. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Nice
1: guys. Made yeah. a fortune with animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
0: anyway. All right. We're a half hour in. We should do the fresh form finds real quick. Eh, maybe. That might be maybe. It yeah, might be. Okay. What have you got?
1: Well, uh, it, the one that I've got is not necessarily the hugest um, deal, okay. but I think it's pretty cool still. On uh Watch Exchange on Reddit. Ooh. Uh we have a wanted to sell. Of course you want to sell it. That's why you're on here. Um the uh Cartier Tank Moost Large. Okay, so I saw that one. Yeah. Uh full kit as a negotiable twenty eight hundred bucks, right? New there only uh you know, 29 15 something like that. Not that much of a discount, but it does come with a uh, Deluxe strap. It's like a mm-hmm. waxy, beige with slightly lighter stitching. Very tasteful. <laughs> the, the off-white color god it even has a watermark it doesn't have a watermark i'm just parroting uh the the, the great scene <laughs> from american psycho uh, it, yeah it looks like it's in in really nice shape and um the the negotiability of it i mean that's always fun that's always fun when someone puts it, its negotiable yeah so oh yeah you know may, maybe you feel like you want to you want to walk on the wild side and throw a number out to to this uh, Redditor who's had five transactions on watch exchange. Um, Yeah, no no trades because he's trying to move this one to to buy something else. Uh, He's got lined up. So, uh, I'm a a quartz apologist, and uh, I, I do think these... Rule, so um, there's a reason why this would appeal to me. Yeah, might be, might uh, be worth checking them out
0: for sure. Uh, I also have a quartz watch. Oh yeah, I do. Sweet. From a company from a company that we've had on the show. I think I understand what that could be. Do you? Yes. This was a collaboration that they did with a with a retailer that I was shocked that they did a collaboration with, but nonetheless, it is an excellent looking watch.
1: What, what, would would uh, you say that you would have to run a long distance to get it?
0: Uh, uh, you might. Uh, it is quite a distance from here to the cellar in New York, uh, but this is the Marathon Military Navigator uh, Pilot's Quartz Watch. So the essentially the fiberglass. Um, bi-directional bezel um, quartz got like a, a kind of a creamsicle dial with like a, a khaki green like case and bezel just a really neat wa- tritium tubes across the dial like just really awesome no-nonsense watch but like a fun colorway compared to the usual mil spec that they developed in the mid 80s so um, just really neat piece uh looks like it's it's on a uh royal blue and orange nato strap in this but like i could think of a ton of straps this would look great on this just this is just a fun uh little quartz i don't want to say beater watch because it is plastic but like i mean just a just a fun fun looking watch for 200 bucks um just really really impressed uh, by the quality of the marathon The Marathon Uh, watches we had when we had them in for review about a year and a half, probably going on two years ago at this point, just phenomenal pieces, like just built like absolute tanks, but they're mil-specs, so they should be. Um, Just really awesome, no frills, no nonsense. This one's a little bit different because it's the J Crew version uh, with the orange dial, but like, that's fun. It's fun that they did that. It's fun that like, that there's a fun version of this watch because it's usually like no frills, super serious, but like, I'm a big fan. So 200 bucks. On watch you seek, I think. I think this is a a fantastic little piece. So,
1: I was super impressed with with Marathon, and um, and they they're phenomenal. Funny enough, I I do remember seeing those um, before I got into watches um, at, at some of you know. You know, some of the guys that carry like outdoor and mill surp stuff, right? Have, yeah. have marathon watches, always thought they were just pretty, pretty, uh, rugged. But at that point, couldn't, couldn't fathom spending any money on a watch. <laughs> Look <laughs> at me now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it, it's funny though, um, you know, I, they have the awesome watches, they also have like, the, the clocks that we have and they have yes. like, the weather stations. Like they have a ton of really other cool, no nonsense. Like I wouldn't call it decorative, but some of them are like semi decorative, but like, I absolutely love like that clock is up in the kitchen. I need to replace, it's got two batteries. I need to replace the one that um, controls the, the low light, like backlight for when the, yeah. lights, auto- when the lights turn off, it like automatically glows. I got to replace that light because the the clock is still going, but it's not lit up anymore. So I'm like, I got to replace that. Um, Cause it's just a cool clock. Like, and it's up in the kitchen. Like my kids love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really, I've got mine up actually in my office here um, on the wall. We've got, got some uh, small shelves and it's, it's too, too cool. Right. Just uh very, very good looking, you know. Very no nonsense mm-hmm. uh, sort of way, and you know it's—they're screaming deals, yeah, screaming yeah. deals. You know, um, mm-hmm. when you take a look at, at them on their website, yeah, I, I really so, like it. I like it a lot.
0: I, I was I was struggling to find a fresh form find. I almost. Almost ended up going with a ball skin diver, but uh, we'll just go ahead and use that as a segue. Hey
1: yo, hey yo,
0: had to be done, had to be done. Sorry, Grandpa, had to be done.
1: Yeah, Uh, when when they tee up something that's that's that good, I mean, it would almost be an insult to not yes speak the pun, you know
0: exactly, but. We should use this as a reminder to let everybody know. And I, I, saw, I saw this come up in our group chat today for Red Bar Cincy, that we are still sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. Which That's right. We're about a week away from being able to talk about something new and exciting. But I digest uh, we'll get there when we get there. I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to try this product out. So uh, we will leave you guys with that cliffhanger. However, I did hear that several people have stocked up on some new skivvies, some Boxer Reefs 2.0 uh, in our group chat. So congrats. I appreciate you guys using the – hopefully you guys use the promo code. I mean, we we joke about it enough in there that, like, if you didn't use it, I would kind of be surprised. Um, but Boxer Reefs 2.0, uh, the Lawnmower and the Weed Whacker, two of my favorite things. The, the Weed Whacker gets significantly more use just because – nose hair and ear hair grows faster than it should. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> um but uh, you know, you got to you got to keep you got to keep things where they should be um and you want to keep things ventilated boxer briefs 2.0 you want to keep things not smelling bad so you get your crop provider revitalizer crop reviver mm-hmm. preserver Crop preserver, that one. You you preserve those crops. Exactly. You got to keep, you got to keep, especially in the winter months.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know what, uh, what Spangler is talking about. I mean, I, I don't have to recharge mine all the time. (laughs) Uh, It's, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful thing to use a a piece of equipment, a a tool that, that is well thought out and well made for the purpose. And, that's why I really like that lawnmower um, the whole the whole bunch of of the tools um, of the things I make are great obviously but I, I just I keep going back to that lawnmower as, yeah. as just a great example um, if if not for all of the Polarity and laughter at the subject matter. It actually would be a really great example uh, for an engineering tech uh, class, uh, as far as uh, requirements development, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, of starting with with customer requirements and kind of a solutions free design, and then flowing that down into you know product requirements and, and, and outputs because yeah it it's it's the right size it provides illumination uh wa- highly water resistant uh ho- holds a charge for for several several uses so the convenience of I the just
0: blades, the angle of the blades is perfect for the location that you're going to be using it for yeah like it's it, and and weirdly convenient like less convenient for other areas too like it, it, if you think about the way that head is positioned like the, the cutting head like it's it's positioned for where it's supposed to be where it's designed to be used uh, it, it's it's not for trimming your sideburns let me put it that way like there's the, it's just that's just not where the angle is at it, it's less comfortable using it above the mason dixon line versus below <laughs> so anyway that makes me really excited to to go hands-on with what's coming out in about a week because um if if that if this is as good as the lawnmower it'll be it'll be pretty big so I'm excited for that. We'll just leave that little little teaser going on. But uh, if you wanted to go ahead and pick up some of these products, we restock at this point probably um, yeah. on any of the, any of your favorite products from Manscaped. You could use the promo code Buzzcut for 20 percent off, and oh, well, that would be free shipping. And you can let them know we sent you. So we appreciate the support of the show. Uh, you know, like I said, we wouldn't we wouldn't be uh, discussing these products if we didn't use them ourselves and think they were worthy of your time and money. So. Um, Anyway, just had to throw that out there, um, but that was fun. I had to use the segue. It's like it's like actually, and realistically, it was almost my fresh forum find because at sub a thousand, it's actually a pretty cool watch for the, the money. But the Ball Skin Diver was just it was too.
1: Uh, I've, I've got a friend at, at work that has has a ball. Um, I forget which. Watch it is because I, their their collection names just don't really compute. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's really, you know, the, the polish is is nice. Um, you know, they I feel in general they have like a more is more aesthetic, right? Yeah, they do. They very much um, do, but they execute to it very well. Right, so if if that's right up your alley, then you know, the, it, you know, you if you're if you're buying what they're selling, right? If, yeah. if you like that aesthetic, man, it is uh, it's well done. Um, yeah, I really I was really impressed. I liked because it, it has his has their um, kind of funky um, like crown.
0: Oh yeah, yep.
1: lock thing, yep. and just the space of the the uh, shape of those crown guards. Uh, it's, it's really well done because it's this like lofted, grandiose protuberance uh, off of the, <laughs> the the watch case, and I just like I, I'm I'm. Pretty solid at CAD for being an engineer, and uh, I can't conceive of how you would make a surface like that or define it at all. (laughs) Um, I I get I get lost in the swoopy stuff,
0: but yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I guess the other thing that tied that with the marathon tritium tubes, tritium tubes. Yes, in both of the watches I was considering today. So anyway. So, we we got a little bit of time left, and that's fine because this topic is is interesting, but it's not necessarily going to be a very verbose topic. Um, I'm not going to do I a Challenge accepted. Yeah, I'm not going to really do a wish list type of thing, not really do any predictions because we've done that in the past. A lot of people do that. Um, but just speaking to our own tastes, and this is something that I would like – this is actually one I would love to hear, not feedback on, but love to hear from our 18 listeners – what watch, if it came out this year, like we all kind of have our wish list of like, oh man, they should totally do this, or this is what they should do, or this is what I want them to do. What watch, if it came out this year, would you move essentially Heaven and Earth to Acquire? And we're going to knock Buzzy's first one out of the way because we all know what it is because we talked about it the last two weeks potentially. Buzzy, yeah. what 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 watch, if it came out, would you move Heaven and Earth to Acquire?
1: Well, that would obviously be Omega doing the right thing in dropping a modern Peter Blake.
0: <laughs> two weeks in a row.
1: Hopefully three weeks. I mean, if I didn't say anything uh, two episodes previous, I was thinking it the whole time. This
0: is probably true. This yeah. is definitely true. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I, Peter it's, Blake...
1: Yeah, and and the, I've extolled the virtues of, of this completely theoretical watch before. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's uh, what made the old Peter Blake good, but better, right? With, with their um, in, incredibly well done, you know, coaxial movement that is anti-everything that it should be anti, and yeah, just uh, mechanical excellence Mm -hmm. in a nutshell. Uh, Hopefully, uh, it would have a a tasteful display back that that doesn't make it too thick, but also, you know, lets lets us see some of that that goodness, because that does seem to be par for the course uh, for those movements. It would have sword hands, would have saying. waves. Um, the the indices would be uh, correct as they as they should be. Um, and of course y- you've got to have you got to have the the correct Speedmaster type bracelet. Um, I guess which
0: Speedy bracelet is that? A... yeah'm
1: I'm, I'm saying the um to me it's primarily about the um I guess it's technically a five link with those little polished bits yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: um and I would want the clasped to you know, look like the big slab, um, yeah, the OG one. But of course, the um, the tool list, the push button micro adjust would be would be welcome. I would say it would be necessary. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's really it. It's it's the change of the hands, the indices, um, the the bracelet. Uh, the the modern movement. Uh, I would want. I I think that there would be some way for them to make the bezel, um, ceramic, and it not being like it not being too much, you know. Yeah. I, I think that's possible. So you know, yeah, not not much different. Come you know, besides this litany of features I just read off. I think it would be so great to to me. It just aesthetically, I we, we said this pre-show, right? Um, if I if I put my uh, Jeremy Clarkson hat on. Yeah, I point point to the Seamaster Professional. Uh, I think this one's brilliant. And then I point over to the Peter Blake, but I like this one better. Uh, that and that really is how it is uh, with with me. I, I think that uh, slightly less is more sometimes, and this would be just just hit it out of the park.
0: So. I want to go back to the bracelet real quick yeah. because the old speedy bracelet had very long end links and it was a 5 link. My question to you is if you look at the new caliber 3861 the sapphire sandwich that has it's not the same bracelet by any means but it is a 5 link with the two kind of offset on the middle that are polished. It's a similar look but it has a really nice taper. Is that the style you're thinking, or would you want the one with less taper like on the old Speedy with the big slab clasp? Because you could probably get something that's like the new one with a narrower clasp and the push button. True. Which would you prefer?
1: Realistically speaking, I would find the taper. (sighs) a heck of a lot uh, more appealing for on the wrist. I I do like a little bit of tape. It wouldn't be correct to the original subject matter.
0: But But it would be a five link with the correct polish.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm perfectly fine with that. Anyway. Yeah,
1: I think that you could part spin the Watt, the uh, bracelet readily. That
0: wouldn't be difficult. Yeah. I have to say, that bracelet is insanely comfortable. Just, anyway. that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, that's that's the easy one. And then that I've been telling you guys all about, uh, just, just so the, the listeners don't feel ripped off. Uh, I mean, I do have
0: another one.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, well, before we but, get to that, oh, okay. Should we, should we go with? Should we go with what mine is? Sure. So I've got I've got two, and I'm going to go with the the obvious one first, which, if anybody remembers, and I'm I'm not sure if Blake remembers either because there may or may not be an official waitlist for this one yet, because it still doesn't exist. <laughs> but if Rolex ever decided to um, come out with a new uh, Coke GMT Master, you can make it right-handed or left-handed. I don't really care. But the red and black bezel with the red GMT hand, um, I would prefer it on a Jubilee. I know the originals were all mostly oyster bracelets i love the way the jubilee works on that watch so i would want them to do that on or at least give us the option or the you know allow us to wait slightly longer for the right combination as you know they are so great you know like um graciously letting us do now you can you can get on a wait list but the one that you want may not come as as quickly as the one that you don't want um uh from a combination perspective but yes i would want a gmt master 2 coke on a, a jubilee bracelet. Um, that's where I'm at. Sure, make it left-handed. I don't really care. I'm a lefty. I might actually try to wear that one on my right wrist. But um, you know, I don't normally wear my watch on my right wrist. I, I'm, a, I'm the lefty who wears it left on his left hand because I'm weird. But um, yeah, that's kind of the first one. Which you, if you go back into the way way back machine, we've talked about this plenty. Um, yes. But yeah, there's just there's something about that black and red color scheme. Ceramic bezel. Just I'm I'm a fan. I'm here for it. Just just where I'm at.
1: I agree. There is something about it and being inferior to the Pepsi, but
0: <laughs> Maybe easier to acquire then, Buzzy. Maybe easier to acquire.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess uh I mean if we're if we're talking about impossible things happening, right? Uh <laughs> I guess my Really, my only uh, thing that I should have said is uh, the way back machine, so I can go back to the first time I was interested in boxes. So I could have snapped up a, a a Pepsi for like four grand, yeah, maybe five.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. those are way, way back machines.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's a uh, boys with the time machine moment right there. Yeah, so you
0: mentioned another. You mentioned another one.
1: I did. I did, and I I think I discussed this in passing when when the watch came out. Uh, the Pelagos Thirty Nine is great. I mean, it's came out to a lot of fanfare, rightly deserved. Uh, it took uh, so many of of the things that made the original Pelagos great, and. Um, left out little, um, you know, very little. Yes. Uh, to just make this great modern sport watch, right? The, the dimensions are perfect. Um, it, it's just enough different from the original that it's its own creature, but it's not um, completely... Yeah, you know, it's it's instantly recognizable that it's Pelagos. Uh, it doesn't have some of the more um, take it or leave it ness that the original had. I mean, it was funny when I got back into watches, the Pelagos was one that like I would get enamored with for weeks on end and then when i would go down to rector and phillips to take a look at it i would just yeah it never meet your idols sort of thing right (laughs) something there was just something that wasn't um translating for me and the poker chip rio like it's a cool idea, but sometimes in the flesh just doesn't do it for me. Um, and the size is... You know, it's not huge. It's not a huge, huge clunker or anything, but now th- this one just... It's, the, the 39's too freaking cool, man. And I, I would say if they made that thing with a date, uh, I'm all over it. I am all, all over it.
0: I feel like that is something they should be able to do, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of any of the watches in that size. None of the watches in that size have a date, though. But it's all based on the same movement architecture. So you would think that uh,
1: yeah, it just seems, just seems really, really, really doable, and because the no, the no date on my Black Bay, I I like it, but there are so many times when um, it stinks. and I really wish that I had a date. Um, you know, gosh, you could. Yeah, yeah. I I just think that would be such a great one too. Punch of a uh, vintage inspired diver and modern dive watch that I could overlook the fact that they're both from Tudor and the vintage watch I have that I truly love is also a Tudor, and that would have like the world's most boring setup of just all tutors just being, you a being the tutor boy, like tutors and tutors only like ensuring that my oldest child would always be able to like make the joke about how tutor like sounds like tooting like farts. Um, I, I would, I would, I would live with that because it would be the perfect Dive watch. Modern dive watch. And honestly, they can they can keep the titanium. Give me give me steel on a date. Be a happy boy.
0: But I'm sure you can probably actually only get one of those. My, my guess is you might get a date, you're probably not getting oh, yeah. steel. So oh, exactly. Yeah, it's, we ha- we have to we
1: have to have the more exotic material to, to keep it away from a uh from being a, a modern tutor sub. Yes. Which is,
0: which is actually what I would I would go for. But I mean it is the modern tutor sub. So... I, know. <laughs> I know. Anyway. So I've actually now that I was sitting here thinking about it, I actually have two more and I find it interesting because one of them is um, it's it's an Omega, so we each have one that's kind of Rolex Tudor, one that's Omega, and then I've got another one that I think might speak to both of us that we'll get to in a second. Um, so the first thing, or the second one that I'll mention is, and and I I joked with the Omega rep at Whiskey and Watches that that I really I really really dig, and I have always really liked the Seamaster 300, the vintage looking one. I think they knocked it out of the park with the new version, even though it's not a ceramic bezel. I like the bronze gold one a lot. I had issues with the strap and the buckle and the strap options, and I was like, "I was like, when are you going to put this on something that's not a leather strap?" Because you could get another strap, and I was like, "Yeah, but I got to find something that I can put like with the same taper. I could put the buckle on." He goes, "We'll just put it on a NATO." I was like, "Then make a NATO with bronze gold hardware," and he's like. That's fair. And I'm like, thank you. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy a bronze gold watch because I love the way it looks, and then put it on a steel like steel or regular like it's just not gonna work. It needs to match. Like sorry, Omega, make the right strap for that watch. But <laughs> but realistically, the new bracelet, much like on the speedy, the new bracelet on the steel versions of that watch are excellent. They have a nice taper, they've got the, the push button micro adjust on a much smaller clasp than the older one did. I would like is a two-tone version of that watch with Sedna gold. I would love, would absolutely love, and I'm not sure whether I would go black or blue. I am thinking that the like because they do kind of a deeper navy, like the dark navy with a rose gold would be cool. But I feel like black's the way to go. Black and Sedna gold. Just give me that watch in black and Sedna gold, and I would probably find a way to make that happen. You know, as I as I approach older age i'm thinking the two-tone i like i'm really got, i've really got a hankering for two-tone um getting something like that in the collection because full gold i'm not quite to full gold yet and that's just that's a bridge too far economically but two-tone uh, yeah. and i love i love the i love the sedna rose gold their proprietary rose gold it's absolutely gorgeous right. um
1: yeah but, hey let, let's let's be real here what was part of this uh two-tone love awoken when you listen to that spirit of time episode where where they're talking about uh about gold and precious metals
0: it might it might have contributed to it i think it's just i'm like they're speaking of our friends at top gear not friends but like do you remember the one episode where they're They've been doing this for fifteen or sixteen years and when the Bentley Continental originally came out, they're like, Ah, I don't know that I like it. I like and then like eventually they all like, I really like that car. It's comfortable. It's like it's once you get once you start approach like once you start getting older, your taste change and you, you like what you like and you're like, Yeah, I know I didn't like that car earlier, but you know, it makes a lot of sense now and there's a lot of things I like about it and it's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm kind of coming around to two tone watches from that perspective. Um, which brings me, so like, there's that one, like, and obviously the funny thing about all of this, Buzzy, is we've all talked about, uh, watches that we would move heaven and earth to make happen. Hopefully knowing that like, it's very unlikely that even one of these probably comes out because again, (laughs) talking with Justin at whiskey and watches, I was like, man, if you make this in two-tone, he goes, we made it in two-tone for the last 10 years and nobody bought it. And I was like, the bracelet's better. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's like, fine, I'll find a used one or whatever, but like, make it in two tone. Um, it brings you to another watch, and I think this is one that you and I will agree on. I think several other people might agree on this, and I feel like you might be able to guess what watch I'm going to say that someone should bring back. Have you have you an idea which brand I might be speaking to? No, really. Okay. Well, you should be jubilant about this because I feel like, and it, it, don't give me, don't give me this in 41, Rolex. Don't you dare do this in 41. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Give me a date just turnograph 36. I don't care if it's not on a super jubilee. My guess is you probably aren't going to make that again. I'm okay with the flat clasp. But give me a two-tone datejust turnograph in thirty-six millimeters, and that second hand better be red. That second hand better be red, and it better have a roulette date wheel. And if it doesn't, you can get out of here. But make that watch again, and that that like I feel like if all three of those ever happened, as as much as I love the Coke, I think the I think the datejust is what what I would like. If I had to choose between those three. And you're telling me you came out with a turnagraph again? I, I I feel like I'm sorry. I'm waiting on the other two. I'm probably going and trying to snag a two tone turnagraph. I could be wrong. Uh, the, the the funny thing about that is I have a sneaking suspicion that if they did that, I'd probably actually be able to get one of those. Because <laughs> I feel like yes. like that, like the the coke. Everyone's gonna be all over the Seamaster. You could probably also get that too. But like the date just turnagraph. No one's gonna be going after that.
1: Little little niche. Yeah
0: a bit but like that that is such a cool watch that they should bring back and i know they're talking about like maybe a new milgauss or whatever if they bring back a new turnograph i am extremely here for it and i feel like you're not too far off man i feel like you're not too far off
1: (laughs) yeah exactly it would would depend (laughs) what other nonsense was going on uh in the year whether whether put literally everything on the chopping block to to go for that
0: it, yeah, I mean i feel like if you look at regular, like I don't think it would have to be much more than a two tone date just. Like it would probably be within the realm there, which is ex- they're expensive, but they're not unobtaining by any means. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that would be I don't know, maybe I'd do it in all steel. Maybe it'd be one of those where you are like, you know something, let's do it in steel. Let's let's keep it to a low roll and do it in steel. But uh the, Yeah. Yeah,
1: like, the, the the uh the subject matter, right? The the original one does have some good looking references and just steal and steal only.
0: It really does, like, it, it, but like I said, red Seconds hand roulette date wheel. I'll, I'll oh, compromise. Yeah. I'll compromise on the super juke, but, yeah. and it has to be the fluted version. I know they have the original, the Thunderbirds that had kind of like a it was a cool looking watch, but that's not for me. I want, I want the one that you're like, Oh, that's a weird looking date. Just you've got, i like, yeah. And it's got a neat party trick. Because <laughs> 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 I have to time things all that's the time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, like I said, I, I don't miss watch, watch all five of those things hit. Ugh. Like, it's funny. Like, I don't want to say that like it's going to, because they're not like that. Like, we're probably going to go over it. Cause this isn't a predictions episode, but like, this is one of those yeah, things where I, you're like, man, if these things happened, I would be like, really, it was like the, P- there's like the baby PPX last year. It was like, when that came out, I was like, I gotta get that. Gotta get it in the collection. Don't care. Has to happen. Has to happen. Yeah. And it did. So like watch all three of those things happen.
1: If we, we <laughs> and wind... then you gotta choose. <laughs> if we wind up being modern day Cassandra's cursed to deliver true prophecy, but no one believes us. I mean,
0: Hey, Ho- hopefully we come.
1: Hopefully we come to better ends than she did.
0: Yeah. Rolex, well, Rolex well Got her. Yeah. <laughs> Rolex brought back the bracelets. I'm telling you. They did. I'm telling you, they did. They listened to us. They do. Oris brought the baby Ppx. Yep. You make it. you you, you say enough random bullshit. Someone's some some of it's gonna come true. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think on that's that time to end. Yeah, on that bombshell, uh, we've referenced them <laughs> plenty tonight. Um, and this is what I wouldn't mind hearing from from folks. Well, you know, what would you mo- What yeah. would you what What if it came out? Would you make happen? And it it can't be a oh if I finally got my call for this. No, no, not if you finally got the call for your Pepsi what if they can, like what have you been lusting after that doesn't exist that if they made it again you'd be like in done figuring it out i want to know absolutely drop us a line you know where to find us and until next week hope you guys enjoyed that see ya